Hello, everyone, and welcome to this latest episode of the podcast. My name is Richard Bryant, and I am your host. It's April 3rd, 2020. This is the Corona Chronicles, Day 22. Here are today's news and notes. I first want to start off with sharing with you a show that I had the opportunity to watch on Facebook as part of a streaming service. The show that I was able to watch was from Romania. It was from the Tatru San Darica, Romania, which is a marionette and puppet theater. It's a combination of live action and marionette and puppets. And today's show was actually a children's show called Senyu Serasa, also known as Cinderella. I highly recommend checking them out. Now, the show, that show in particular, won't replay until April 11th. But until then, there are two shows every day of, of a performance. So I highly recommend going to check them out. And if you want to learn more about the company in Romania, I'll include the link to the company in the news and notes. From our friends at USITT, here are a few posts. First, our friends at DPA Microphones have been busy this past week with their own series of free webinars hosted by mic expert Bo Brink. To view the recorded versions of these webinars, head over to DPA's page and click on videos in the side navigation. Also, in addition to their new at noon and forum at four online opportunities, They'll also be offering online versions of resume doctors and portfolio reviewers on Fridays at 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time from April 10th to May 1st. Industry experts are ready to help you put your best foot forward when searching for a job in our industry. Sign-ups to have your work reviewed are now available for the online portfolio reviews. Resume doctors, however, do not require advanced sign-ups. Learn more by visiting the links below. USITT is currently looking for volunteers for both programs as well. If you are interested, links are available on the respective web pages to sign up. And finally, in their continuing series of designers whose productions were canceled or postponed, today's comes from Alex Rocky, a scenic design student at Pace University. Alex was the scenic designer for the student's production of The Wolves, which has since been canceled. A big thanks to Alex for sending these designs to us. Here's what Alex had to say about his design. The Wolves is a story of female empowerment, whether the team knows or not. It shows how strong these girls are going week to week, finding themselves within the team. Our director wanted the field to feel endless as the playwright wrote it, allowing the team to get grounded in the practice and having the audience never know where the bounds of the indoor field are. The design achieved this by going purely abstract, using concrete items in obscure ways. The audience was to be in an alleyway and on the turf with the team, creating an intimate space. Rather than having a soccer net, we had an entire netting wall. The lines are recognizable as being from a soccer field, but are distorted slightly and sent off the turf onto the stage deck and up the black box's walls. We were, go we were also going to have a movable bench on stage to allow the actors to have levels and not have only one concrete place to sit. The seat could move with them. Again, please go check out these posts and other news and notes that are coming from our friends at USITT. Congratulations to Alex Rocky for what is going to be an excellent, excellent design. And I know that in the future, 
Everyone's going to be looking for your work and seeing what you're going to do. You're going to do excellent things. Way to go. This, new, this next piece of, of news comes from our friends at the Technical Theater Educators. This post came from Sarah Brace. It says here, Hello, tech educators. Anyone else have students who are beyond heartbroken at, at a total loss of what to do without what they love to do the most? My techies are craving connection, community, and the opportunity to learn and do more. The tech program at my school is run by the after-school students. It is not a formal class, so it's a bit different than some other programs out there. I decided to create a virtual conference for my tech students, inviting all of the tech theater alumni from my program to upload videos, images, files, links, programs, etc. to share. We're going to do live Google Hangouts of Q&A sessions as well. It's my hope to bring many generations of techies from my school and allow them to share their experience with one another and learn from each other and current students and pro techies out in the world. I go live with the conference Monday and my current students are beyond excited. Just sharing the concept in case anyone else is looking for inspiration. Well, Sarah, I wish you the best of luck and I'm hoping that the example that you set will set an example that other people can learn from and hopefully they can reach out to you and be like, hey, how'd you do it? How can we help? What can we do to bring the, our, our students the same kind of enjoyment and keep going with their, their passion and desire to be designers, theater practitioners, and the such? The next two posts come from our friends at Sonography, which is a private group on Facebook. If you'd like to join that, please send them a message and they will, uh, they will review it. And hopefully you'll have the opportunity to become a part of it. Today, two posts were shared about current documentaries that are available. The first comes from Umberto De Nino. It says here, the precious documentary entitled Franco Zeffirelli, A Life as a Director, the story of the life and the long and brilliant career of the Italian director who was able to conquer a prestigious place in the world art scene. His son Pippo and actors Robert Powell and Joan Plowright among others, draw the portrait of the great artist who died in June 2019. Although he has won awards and recognition at international level in cinema, it is in theater and especially in opera directing that maestro Franco Zeffirelli has given and obtained the most. Working with the brightest stars of the musical firmament such as Maria Callas, Joan Sutherland, and many others. This documentary is available in English subtitles and also available on YouTube. The next documentary that was presented comes from Eustace Christoph, and this one is about Josef Svoboda. Um, there, there are no notes, unfortunately, about it, um, but I will provide the link. Also, if, if you've seen, I'll not only provide that one, but uh, there's another that was put out by the Study Center Scenic Arts which is a much longer and probably a much more comprehensive documentary about uh, Svoboda. Uh, it was produced in the Czech Republic in 2011. Other things that I've had the opportunity to go check out while surfing the, the, the internet, um, I came across a company called Laterna Magica, the first multimedia theater ever. I didn't know anything about this, and I have had the opportunity to look through a lot of their uh, videos on YouTube, and it is just amazing. Instead of, say, like traditional, uh, let's say, uh, a scenic design and walls and sets, 
Here, it's way outside of thinking of the box. I highly recommend checking out Laterna Magica, the first multimedia, mul build as the first multimedia theater ever. And as I slowly wrap this up, and I was doing a lot of uh, looking, and I found a lot of information in the Czech Republic, I came across this, what is called, what is referred to as a, as a dance thought. And it comes from the Czech National Ballet. And I saw this, and I thought, okay, let's see. And it turns out that this essay that was written, to me, says a lot about uh, our friends in uh, the performing arts who have such a passion, especially those who, who dance and use their bodies as a form of expression. It says here, the time of crisis gives pause for thought and reflection. Usually, we are too busy chasing stuff we think will make us happy and successful rather than finding time to enjoy those things that matter most, connection, community, and contribution. The need for un unifying community spirit is now greater than it has ever been. So perhaps the virus has had the unintended positive effect of making us restart, sit up, and take notice, to connect more genuinely with the people around us and focus on being generous, kind, and compassionate. Until recently, we could offer you our art, communicate emotions, and reap the joy of common experiences. Yet even when speaking of abstract values, we are artists, dancers with stamina and talent, creators with our own visions and ideals, musicians with a harmonic soul, perhaps dreamers, somewhat odd, but above all people, ardently loving theater, passionate, fiery. Until recently, we dance for you, fleshing out the, the conceptions of choreographers Killian Spuck, Big Nanzetti, Kranko, among others, reaching the limits of our physical and psychological faculties, transforming you and ourselves, touching eternity. Now silenced, we are waiting. We are getting ready, believing that the curtain will rise again and we, artists on the stage, and you, audience in the auditorium, will again be able to enjoy exceptional moments together. Let us be courageous and hopeful. We will dance through it. I don't know any other way or better words to put it, to end this podcast and these news and notes for today. So thank you. Thank you so much to our friends at the Czech National Ballet for such wonderful words. My name is Richard Bryant, and I am your host of this podcast. It's April 3rd, 2020. This has been the Corona Chronicles, Day 22. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions on how to make this podcast better, please send them to archivett24 at yahoo.com. Again, that's archivett24 at yahoo.com. <laughs>